<clears throat> well, good morning. How are you? It's Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, it has now been three months since Russia invaded Ukraine, 90 days or 89 days, something like that. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, those four words. And I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you coming every day. Very nice of you. I had a lot of people uh, comment uh, to me uh, about um, Friday's show and it being uh, a bit disturbing. Uh, if you can, please bring someone uh, with you who you want to disturb uh, today or tomorrow. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, let's start with the Russia, the new Russian list. Uh, Russian, uh, Russia <clears throat> has permanently banned more than 900 American politicians, celebrities, and executives from entering the country, including... President uh, Joe Biden, uh, Kamala Harris, Vice President Kamala Harris, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, the Zuck, uh, actor Morgan Freeman. I, I wonder if they uh, banned uh, Schwarzenegger because he's kind of popular in Russia. I, I, You know what? I was looking at the list this morning. I'll have to look again. Uh, the Russian Foreign Ministry announced the bans on uh, Saturday as part of a response to sanctions imposed on uh, Russia as a, a result of its invasion of Ukraine, as well as others who have uh, publicly denounced Putin. In total, 963 uh, people are now banned. Uh, the ministry said in a statement, we emphasize that the hostile actions taken by Washington, which boomerang against the United States itself, will continue to receive proper rebuff. Uh, Russian uh, counter sanctions are forced and aimed at forcing the ruling American regime which is trying to impose a neo-colonial uh, uh, neo rules-based world order on the rest of the world to change its behavior, recognizing new geopolitical realities. I, you know what? I, I, not on the rest of the world, just you, asshole. <laughs> I, and, and, and I think the rule that they're pushing is don't invade a sovereign country. Anyway, <clears throat> in addition to Biden and Harris, uh, other uh, names of note uh, who, as they say, incite ru Russophobia uh, on the list include uh, Antony Blinken, uh, Pete Buttigieg, uh, Lloyd Austin, and Hillary Clinton, who, who was never even president, right? But notable in this is Clinton's on the list. Guess what friend of Putin is not on the list? Donald, Donald Trump. Yeah. Who in the past, of course, has praised Putin and recently asked the uh, Russian president to release any dirt he has on Biden and uh, his son, Hunter Biden. Uh, Hunter. Uh, regarding, uh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. Hunter regarding a, a Russian oligarch who gave money to a company co-founded by Hunter over a decade ago. But Hunter Biden himself is banned, which is also funny. 
So uh, other living uh, former presidents like Barack Obama and George W. Bush are not on the list. And that makes sense uh, for for um, makes sense for Bush, but not for Obama. And I wonder why Obama is off the list. And I'm sure Obama is offended that he's not on that list. Uh, Bush uh, pretty much stays out of politics since he uh, left power uh, in 2009. So, yeah, I wouldn't expect him to be on the list anyway. Uh, despite uh, tr- uh, Trump's omission from the list, supporters uh, of the uh, former president were included in the ban. Uh, of the 963 people banned, over 230 are members of the U.S. Congress, both Republican and Democratic leaders. Uh, the, list is, uh, the list is on a government Russian website that I saw. Uh, it has their name in Russian as well as English, so I was able to not have to go through a translation nightmare. Um, Oddly, included on the list, John McCain, Harry Reid, and Orrin Hatch, all three of which are dead. So, they would rather include three dead guys than Donald Trump on a list of banned, uh, um, uh, uh, banned people from Russia. In other words, Donald Trump, you're welcome to visit Russia anytime you like. You know, I wonder, does he have any, does he still have hotels in Russia? I'm, I'm wondering that now. I'm going to have to look at that. So, <clears throat> today, Putin said in a meeting with uh, Belarusian uh, President Alexander Lukashenko, uh, despite all the difficulties, the Russian economy is withstanding the impact of the sanctions and withstanding it quite well. Uh, they're getting a lot of support from China and India, and I'm not happy about it. Um... He continued, this is according to all the main macroeconomic indicators. He added, yes, it's not easy. Everything that happens requires special attention from the economic bloc of the government. On the whole, these efforts are having a positive effect. Uh, Russia's central bank said in late April that uh, Russia's economy is expected to shrink by 8 to 10% in 2022. Uh, The EU says it's probably going to shrink by about 11%. We'll have to see, of course. U.S. Secretary of uh, Defense Lloyd Austin, who's also on the list, welcomed more than 40 countries today to the second Ukrainian contact group meeting held virtually. Uh, Austin thanked the uh, defense ministers uh, from the other 40 nations for attending and highlighted the progress made since the first contact group meeting at Ramstein, Ramstein Air Base in Germany last month. Um, Austin said that since last month, contact group meeting, Australia and Canada committed to providing M77, uh, 777 howitzers. And in just four weeks, all those systems have been delivered to Ukrainians. Austin said the UK also delivered brimstone missiles and new short-range defense system. And many countries have pushed hard to stand up important new training missions uh, and we've watched these efforts make a real difference in real time. Uh, four new countries also joined the meeting who were not in attendance uh, in uh, Ramstein la- last month. Austria, Bosnia, Herzegovina, uh, Colombia, Ireland, and Kosovo. So that's one, two, three, four. That's five. Oh, Ireland? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Austin said he knows that other defense ministers on call understand the threat that Russian aggression poses to 
European security and to the rules-based international order that keeps us all secure. Uh, Ukraine's cause has rallied the free world since Russia's invasion on the 24th of February. More than 40 of our allies and partners from around the globe have stepped up to provide critical security assistance to help Ukraine defend itself. And today we're honored to have defense leaders from 44 countries with us, as well as representatives from NATO and the EU. A court in Kyiv has found that 21-year-old soldier Vladimir Shishimarin guilty of war crimes and sentenced him to life in prison. Uh, Shishimarin, who uh, uh, pleaded guilty to killing an unarmed civilian, is the first soldier to be sentenced for war crimes since Russia invaded three months ago. Uh, Putin's uh, spokespuppet, Dmitry Pesky-Peskov, said today, the Kremlin is concerned. Why can't I get on that list? I call out uh, Putin all the time. I I deserve to be on that list. Uh, He said, The Kremlin is concerned about Russian soldier Vladimir Shishimarin and will seek ways of providing assistance to him. Peskov, uh, Pesky Peskov told reporters, Of course, we are concerned about the fate of our citizen. We do not have many opportunities to protect his interests on the ground as foreign institutions actually have no activity in Kyiv. Uh, but this does not mean that we will not consider the possibility of making attempts through other channels. When asked about the other channels, he declined to name them. In other words, he has nothing but going in with guns blazing. Uh, Poland's climate minister, Anna Moskwa, announced today that Poland's government has terminated a 30-year-old agreement with Russia over gas supplies and infrastructure. The agreement included the supply of gas via the Yamal pipeline and the construction and maintenance of infrastructure related to the transit of gas through Poland. The UK Ministry of Defense said today, uh, Russia has likely suffered a similar death toll in the first three months of the invasion of Ukraine to that of the Soviet Union during its nine-year war in Afghanistan. The ministry said a combination of poor low-level tactics, limited air cover, and lack of, uh, uh, lack of flexibility, and a command approach which is prepared to reinforce failure and repeated mistakes has led to this high casualty rate which continues to rise in the Donbass offensive. Uh, According to the uh, latest United uh, Nations High Commissioner for Refugees uh, data, at least 6.5 million people have left Ukraine since the start of the Russian invasion on February 24th. Uh, They did not indicate how many uh, have returned. Uh, And I'm sure they want to keep that close to the best. Uh, Mikhailo Polyak, an uh, an advisor to uh, Vladimir Zelensky, has ruled out a ceasefire with Russia and said Kyiv would not accept any deal with Moscow that involves ceding territory. Of course, they want that western uh, region. Uh, Russia does. And and, uh, you know what? Uh, Ukraine wants Crimea back. Uh, He told Reuters... The war will not stop after any concessions. It will just be put on pause for some time. Uh, Podolak said making concessions would backfire on Ukraine because Russia would hit back harder after any break in fighting. In other words, he's saying you can't trust Russia. Even if they made concessions, even if they gave them that western region, they would come back 
for more, and you can't let a bully have his way. In an address at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky has called the rebuilding of his country after the war with Russia a huge economic opportunity. He pledged, we will destroy our neighbor and rebuild entire cities and industries. Uh, Zelensky, uh, Zelensky also outlined a plan which will offer companies to take patronage of rebuilding different areas in Ukraine. He said, we are offering a historical opportunity and urge the global community to assist in the effort. The president said post-war rebuilding could be fast and efficient, adding it will attract the best. And I'm sure corporations are going to line up. And I'm not kidding. I, uh, if I ran a corporation, I would do the same. Uh, Russian state news agencies reported Denis uh, uh, Pushilin, the leader of the self-declared Donetsk People's Republic, said today that a tribunal was being readied for Ukrainian soldiers who surrendered at the Azovstal steel plant in Mariupol. Uh, in a separate news item, uh, RIA, who also reported this, uh, reported Russian uh, Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Rudenko as saying Russia was open to the possibility of discussing the exchange of Azovstal prisoners with Ukraine, which is likely going to happen because Russia has lost a lot of troops in this war, a lot more than Ukraine. Now that I have your attention, let's uh, try and fix the world. They do need to replenish their troops. And without conscription, yeah, they're going to have a problem. Uh, this is pretty huge. Uh, this is uh, Russia, China, Russia, China. Haven't had that in a while. Uh, in the past, the U.S. has been ambiguous on Taiwan. Uh, they have not officially recognized Taiwan as an independent state, but has uh, treated them as such. The issue is, uh, of course, microchips, and we've talked about this before. Most chips are made in uh, Taiwan, and uh, much of the chip tech is not allowed in China. Uh, they have sanctions against them from getting those chips. Uh, Democrats have been trying to pass legislation to help chip makers expand into the U.S., which, of course, has been blocked by Republicans. So we're stuck with protecting Taiwan, which they should be protected anyway. I should add, well, first of all, I, I will say, I will say that Taiwan does not want to lose their chip manufacturing to the United States because they know that that is part of why they are so important to the United States. Uh, but I should add that Bernie is also against some of the legislation because he believes we should not reward companies who have billions of dollars that took chip making out of the U.S. in the first place. <clears throat> uh, Biden said yesterday, which was actually Monday where he was, uh, that the U.S. would intervene militarily if China attempts to take Taiwan by force, a warning that appeared to deviate from the deliberate ambiguity traditionally held by D.C. Yep, that's right. Uh, the White House is going to have to walk something else back, which they did. The White House quickly backstepped those words to say nothing has changed on policy. I, I guess the idea is... Um, there's a difference between uh, taking Taiwan by force and taking Taiwan politically. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. I don't know. 
Uh, during a joint news conference with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishidi, Kishida in Tokyo, Biden was asked by CBS, you didn't want to get involved in the Ukraine conflict militarily for obvious reasons. Are you willing to get involved militarily to defend Taiwan if it comes to that? Biden replied, yes, that's the commitment we made. He said, we agree with the one China policy. So this is walking that fence again. They agree with China. We signed on to it and all the attendant agreements made from there. But the idea that it can be taken by force, just taken by force, is just not appropriate. Under the one China policy, the U.S. acknowledges China's position that acknowledges China's position that Taiwan is part of China. They're acknowledging the position. They're not acknowledging the act that Taiwan is actually part of China. That's the walking of the fence part. Uh, but they have never officially recognized Beijing's claim to the self-governing island, right? Which has about uh, 23 million, about the same as Florida, right? There you go. Uh, the U.S. provides Taiwan defensive weapons, but has remained intentionally ambiguous on whether it would intervene military in the event of a Chinese attack in the past. Uh, the warning from Biden was while he is in China's neighborhood. He's right there in the Pacific. Biden compared a potential invasion of Taiwan by China to Russia's invasion of Ukraine earlier this year, warning it will dislocate the entire region and emphasizing Russia has to pay a long-term price for its action. Uh, you know what? I don't believe that um, they can be uh, uh, actually compared but I see some comparison between the two, um, the two areas, you know, Russia and Ukraine and uh, Taiwan and China. I, I do see some similarities, uh, except that Ukraine is defined by the entire world as separate. Taiwan is not defined by many nat nations as separate because they're afraid of uh, what China will do to them. Biden said that China is already flirting with danger right now by flying so close and all the maneuvers they're undertaking, uh, which China has been doing quite a bit with Taiwan and is really pissing people off, especially Taiwan and the United States, who's in the, in the uh, Taiwan Strait, you know, with their subs. They don't like it either. Uh, he added, but the United States is committed. We made a commitment. We support the one China policy. We support all we've done in the past, but that does not mean... It does not mean that China has the ability, has the jurisdiction to go in and use force to take over Taiwan. At the press conference, Kishida also reaffirmed, uh, Japanese prime minister, the new one, uh, reaffirmed the importance of peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. He said, attempts to change the status quo by force like Russia's aggression against Ukraine could never be tolerated in the Indo-Pacific above all in East Asia. As the region security environment becomes increasingly severe, I reaffirmed with President Biden that we need to speedily strengthen the deterrence and response of the Japan-US alliance, adding that he conveyed his uh, determination to fundamentally strengthen Japan's defense capability. Uh, Japan has stated that they would defend Taiwan. Uh, they did that about six months ago. 
Uh, Biden's warning came a day before uh, Biden is scheduled to attend uh, the second in-person summit of the Quadrilateral Security Dialogue, the Quad. Uh, That's that informal group between uh, U.S., Japan, Australia, and India, uh, uh, which Beijing is quite alarmed about. Uh, If you can imagine, China had something to say. Please stay out of our internal affairs, as they always say. Uh, No, they said... um, Foreign Ministry spokesman Wang Wenben said, On issues concerning China's sovereignty and territorial integrity and other core interests, there is no room for compromise. We urge the U.S. side to earnestly follow the One China principle, be cautious in words and deeds on the Taiwan issue, and not send any wrong signals to pro-Taiwan independence and separatist forces. So it won't cause serious damage to the situation across the Taiwan Strait and China-U.S. relations. Joan Awu A spokesperson for Taiwan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs told CNN that it expresses sincere welcome and gratitude to President Biden and the United States government for reiterating its rock-solid commitment to Taiwan. It's getting scary. I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. China needs to just stay, stay away. They really do. That's the smart thing to do. Uh, After almost a decade of conservative leadership, Australian voters turned their back on the ruling coalition. Uh, New Labour Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was sworn in today before his departure to Japan for his first meeting with allies, including Biden, which was yesterday. It's just that yesterday was today. Yesterday was Monday there. Um, Election results showed a strong swing towards independents who campaigned on issues related to climate, mostly. The new labor uh, government promises to create stronger ties with Asia. Albanese said one of his first ports of call after Japan will be Indonesia, which he said will grow to be an economy that's substantial in the world. Uh, Indonesia has a lot of of those uh, rare earths that we need. Uh, Albany said, we live in a region whereby the future uh, we will have China, India, and Indonesia as giants. We need to strengthen that economic partnership. And one way that we can do that is by strengthening people-to-people relations as well. Uh, Indonesia is an important nation for our economy, for those social relationships as well. We need to really strengthen the relationship with Indonesia, and that's why it would be an absolute priority for me as far as China. He, he is concerned with their influence in the uh, Pacific region, of course. And, you know, I think Aust- Australia really needs to look at their outback because that much land has to have some great deposits uh, of, uh, of uh, lithium, I would think. But uh, I don't know if they're looking. Should they, shouldn't they be looking for lithium? Because it, they seem to be in that banded area where lithium would show up, right? I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> uh, the Washington Post revealed that right-wing activist Ginny Thomas, wife of Associate U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, pushed Arizona state lawmakers to invoke 
a dubious legal theory advocated by her husband in order to help Trump reverse the 2020 presidential election loss, which, of course, her husband would help with if it came to the Supreme Court. Uh, Sean Eldridge, founder and president of Stand Up America, said Jenny Thomas' involvement in the seditious conspiracy to overturn the will of the American people poses a conflict of interest that Congress can no longer ignore. I think I would agree. Uh, He added, Justice Thomas uh, violated his oath to faithfully and impartially administer justice by failing to recuse himself in cases related to the 2020 presidential election. You remember that nine to one vote? I mean, sorry, eight to one vote. You remember? No one should be above the law, not even Supreme Court justices. Uh, emails obtained uh, by the Post, Washington Post, show that Jenny Thomas emailed Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers and State Representative Shauna Bollock, who advocated empowering legislators to uh, to void the will of the voters and urged, urged them to disregard Biden's victory and replace the state electors with a clean slate. Wow. Uh, slate Senior, uh, Slate, the, uh, the uh, jur- journalist uh, outlet, uh, Slate senior writer Mark Joseph uh, Stern wrote, While Clarence was applying the independent state legislature doctrine from the bench, Jenny was using the exact same theory to try to overturn the 2020 election. The conflict of interest between Jenny and Clarence Thomas has never been greater. Uh, of course, a code of ethics for the Supreme Court justices passed the House in a party-line vote, with Republicans voting against it. It will head to the Senate, where Republicans will block it. Imagine that! The GOP against justice. Ethics rules lean towards helping Democrats. There's no doubt about it. Why would Republicans back ethics if it hurts them? They're not going to do it. As we discussed... The Republican idea is to protect a group of cells the size of a grain of rice or maybe a pomegranate uh, pomegranate scene. But to allow a full-grown baby to starve to death, that's what they would like to do. Last year, your favorite right-wing sociopath Democrat Joe Manchin joined the Senate GOP in refusing to extend the expanded child tax credit benefit beyond mid-December. We talked about that story way back when. A, a survey, by the, uh, survey by the U.S. Census Bureau shows that of those surveyed from April 27th to May 9th, 15% of households with children reported food insufficiency, uh, which is defined as sometimes or often not having enough food to eat in the past week. In early August, the percentage of families with kids that reported struggling with hunger was roughly 9.5%. So it rose to, what is this, uh, 160%? Um, which, uh, uh, to, uh, uh, what is that, F- 15%? Uh, which is 160% of 9, 9.5%? 15%, which is 160% of 9.5%. Man, that was tough to get out. <laughs> uh, uh, this, while corporate food supply giants have cut pay and raised prices for record, pro- record profits and stock buybacks to increase their stock value. 
This is what they did. And they they put it on the backs of you and I. These food giants. Because just like the baby food shortage, the baby formula for shortage, there are too few companies running too much supply. Uh, Judge Robert Summerhays of the U.S. Court for the Western District of Louisiana, appointee uh, of, of Donald Trump, uh, concurred with 24 Republican-controlled states' assertion that the Biden administration's decision to terminate the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, uh, Title 42 rule, violates the Administrative Procedures Act because it failed to consider the effects of a Title 42 termination on immigration enforcement and the states. I I don't understand how it it violates it if immigration enforcement is separate from what Title 42 was, really. It just had to do with uh, protecting people from COVID spread. Uh, Immigrant uh, rights advocates on Friday denounced the judge's injunction blocking the Biden uh, administration from lifting the rules. Uh, the Justice Department said it would appeal the ruling, citing the CDC's expert opinion that continued reliance on Title 42 is no longer warranted um, because the CDC said it was no longer the C- because the CDC said that it was no longer warranted. In other words, they're listening to the CDC. So, am I remembering correctly that the GOP fought in court that the administration couldn't decide? on dropping Title 42. And now that the CDC has, uh, they said that the CDC had to decide. And now that the CDC have has, they're saying that the CDC can't drop it. That's just insane. That's really weird. Uh, but that's what uh, Republicans generally do. They, they fight on both ends. Uh, like, like uh, for instance, they, they fight and they say, uh, let let the um, let uh, corporations do what they want, and uh, let uh, um, um, uh, the people decide by either not buying their product or suing them if they have a bad product. But then they go back and they go to the courts and they and they limit how much someone can sue. This is what they do. They take they take you down a step this way, then they take you down a step the other way. Uh, financial documents and uh, whistleblower testimony spotlighted by uh, the Guardian news outlet on Friday show uh, that the U.S.-based baby formula producer Abbott, who, by the way, owns nearly 45% of the U.S. market, uh, they used the massive windfall profits in uh, it accumulated between 2019 and 2021 during the pandemic to enrich shareholders even amid a deadly bacteria outbreak that contributed to the formula shortage. In other words, they didn't want to spend their money on that. Uh, Journalist Tom Perkins reported, Abbott detected bacteria eight times as its net profits soared by 94% between uh, 2019 and 2021. And just as its tainted formula allegedly began sickening a number of babies with two deaths, reported the company increased dividends to shareholders by over 25% while announcing a stock 
a buyback program worth $5 billion with a B. So instead of using profit for uh, plant upkeep and protecting consumers, it used profits to enrich the rich. In late February, Abbott recalled a lot of its Similac PM6040 powdered formula that was manufactured at a plant in uh, Sturgis, uh, uh, Michigan, after an infant who consumed the product died of Chronobacter infection. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, at least four infants fell ill after consuming Abbott formula produced at the Sturgis facility, which has since been temporarily shuttered. Uh, They're trying to open it up in the next few weeks. A whistleblower filing uh, dated October 19th, 2021, suggested the bacteria outbreak was caused by equipment at the Sturgis plant that was failing and in need of repair. Uh, The solution is breaking up about uh, excuse me, the solution is breaking up Abbott into two companies who uh, must get their supplies from different places, at least two companies. I mean, I, honestly, I don't think any company should have uh, more than 25% of any uh, product. Uh, I'm a huge proponent for splitting, uh, uh, splitting companies. In reality, no corporation should have more than 35% at least. Uh, of any market by city, county, region, state, or I guess time zone, or country, right? Or maybe just no more than 25% overall, depending on what the product is. To help with the shortage caused by allowing consolidation in the market against uh, antitrust rules, baby formula has arrived in the U.S. from Germany already, but the FDA will have to test it before allowing its release, which could take a couple of weeks. Uh, so there you have it. That's it. Oh, man, I'm so happy to have you here. Thanks for listening. Very nice of you. Monday, May 23rd, 2022. Monday, May 23rd, 2022. I truly appreciate you coming every day. It's so very, very nice of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow if you can. Uh, Even someone you hate, because I love that. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. Tweet to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me, as I've been fighting for another tweet that I uh, uh, sent somebody. At Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you just want to say hi, or maybe you want to send me a story that I'm not covering. But remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.